Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, we've been talking a lot today about uh, what would you do if you had $11 billion and wanted to make a difference? Who would you give that to? Would you give it to the government? Would you give it to a charitable organization, a nonprofit? Would you create one on your own? Uh, and also tying into our naughty and nice list. Uh, we rounded that out uh, with uh, really the the people of the country and the world who continue to, to give, to step up uh, when there is a need and a challenge. Uh, and so if you're looking for one of those opportunities, uh, you may not have $11 billion, uh, but you can give something and you can make a difference. And if you've been uh, out and about or even looking for a snack in Salt Lake City and you come upon a goat in a vending machine, uh, don't panic. Don't panic. It's just an opportunity to give in a really cool way. It's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints giving machines a way to donate and give life-changing supplies to those that are in need during this Christmas season. Mary Richards is a reporter for the Church News. Uh, Before that, of course, she was a morning reporter and anchor here for KSL News Radio. And she joins us on the line to help us uh, break down uh, what is happening uh, in this giving. Yes, Boyd, it's so exciting. We got an update today, and I've got that article posted at thechurchnews.com that says just how much people have given so far this Christmas season in these giving machines, and it's amazing. It's just incredible. So far, as of this morning, donations have reached $3.7 million. It's about 265,000 people who have purchased items in these giving machines in the 10 cities where they're located this year in the United States. Uh, that is amazing. So, And where are those? those I know they've, ex- they've been expanding this each year. They, they place those uh, giving machines uh, that really look like a, a big red vending machine. You think you're going to get a Snickers bar and uh, you're looking at goats and chickens and beehives and all <laughs> kinds of things. Uh, what are the cities that, uh, that have these machines this year? Yeah, so they're in Salt Lake City, right at the City Creek Center by the Outdoor Food Court. You can't miss them there. There's about four in a row, big and red, like you said. In Orem, they're at um, the mall on the west end of University Place Mall. So go to that very end. And the people there are so nice, and they'll point you in the right direction if you can't find it. Uh, So they're in Orem and Salt Lake City. They're also in Las Vegas, Nashville, Honolulu, Oakland, uh, California, Gilbert, Arizona, Denver, Kansas City, Missouri, where my siblings have been, and New York City, right at Rockefeller Center, where that huge tree is. Uh, that's uh, so amazing. And as you mentioned, Mary, this this number astounded me. 265,000 people have used the machine. Uh, and give us a little bit of a breakdown. This was uh, pretty amazing. What What are people giving? What are they donating as they uh, buy these uh, these gifts from the uh, the vending machine? Yeah, so like you said, chickens have just been super popular. Uh, a lot of people I talk to, they especially when they go with their children, they think, that, that's really cool, let's get one of those goats, beehives. But when you look at the numbers, the, the main thing being purchased are meals, meals for individuals and families. Because if you think about it, if you're hungry, you can't, you can't meet any other need unless you meet that need first. Food and shelter, so uh, meals for families, polio vaccines, other immunizations, that's a big one, about a half a million uh, there. Uh, And these also, let's see, another good one that people have been getting are uh, education, Uh, you know, just different options to get a class or a tutoring or new skills or or skill training uh, to people. And what I really like to point out to folks is, over the years that we've had this giving machine for the last couple, uh, maybe three, four, or five years, is that 
we often think of people around the world who can use these items, these skills, these uh, donations, right? And mm-hmm. definitely global charities are partnered with the church on this and sponsor these giving machines, but also local charities. My sister-in-law just came down from Idaho last night, took her children to the City Creek Giving uh, Giving Machine at City Creek Center in Salt Lake City, and she said she bought some meals, and it said this will go to a family right here in Rose Park. So there are also local charity partners. Yes, these a lot of these donations will stay right in your city to someone in your own community who might need something. You might not even have been aware of that need, and you can meet that need. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, such an extraordinary thing, and especially for our young people uh, to recognize. that The thing I found myself thinking about, uh, looking at that list, and I, I don't want to hit some of these numbers again. So the meals uh, for individuals and families that you mentioned, 992,000 of those have been purchased uh, by people in these 10 different cities, Uh, 2,500 beehives, uh, 52,000 chickens, and 3,600 goats, Uh, and it goes on down the list. But the thing that it's really caused me to think differently about is what needs are there around the world? Uh, The fact that you're thinking, wow, someone actually needs chickens to survive. Someone mm-hmm. actually needs a goat or a beehive or a bed. Um, yes. I think especially for our young people to really start thinking it's not it's not just about giving some money. It's not just about trying to uh, do this or that. It's, look, there are real needs out there. These are real human beings. And uh, I just love the fact that you can say, wow, somewhere in the world, someone is depending on the fact that their family has a chicken. Uh, that's a That's a yeah. game-changing conversation to me. Exactly. Yes. And how crucial is it that our young people understand this? I think of my own children this week counting down the days till Christmas, thinking of the Lego sets and other things they're expecting under the tree, whereas there are children around the world who who need food, shelter, water, vaccines, a soccer ball. There are so many cool things in these giving machines to donate that might change that child's life. And, you know, my nieces and nephews at the Giving Machine yesterday, it was really sobering for them and eye-opening to realize how blessed they were in their lives and how much they could give. And I, and I should mention for people who don't live near one or, or might not be able to venture, you know, downtown or somewhere else, you can also donate to any of these local and global charity partners and sponsors online. It's all just, – just go to Light the World org or go to our church news um, article and we've got a link right in my piece today as well to yeah, that location it, it is a great piece on uh, the churchnews.com and uh, Mary Richards is helping us uh, really get some unique insight into this and uh, Mary before I let you go uh, the, the news release today that came out from the church it did highlight a lot of those partners and a lot of those service projects other acts of kindness that all have been inspired by the Church's Light the World initiative in different places around the world, from Latin America, Africa, Europe, and South Pacific. Uh, can you give us some insight into some of the other projects that are being spawned and spun out as part of this Light the World initiative? Yes, it's just incredible to see as these are reported and sent back. You see some on social media, like you said, like the Church has highlighted some of those. Everything from gathering meals in Africa to helping you know, a homeless Uh, community folks and members in Florida. I saw that recently. I saw um, people driving around Texas and finding ways to help Afghan refugees resettling there. There are people out there today right now 
who are giving of their time in, in, in the Midwest, sawing up tree branches, lighting the world by helping those after the tornadoes. If you can dream it up and think about it, there is something to do. There is some way to serve and light the world. There's the calendar. People can don't, you can still download, uh, download that. And if you didn't feel like you got to it this December, do it in January. Yeah. Keep lighting the world. <laughs> Keep it going forward. Fantastic. Mary Richards from the Church News, thechurchnews.com, uh, helping us uh, light the world and understand this uh, initiative from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mary, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, again, these uh, machines, these vending-style machines, uh, all you do is you just walk up there, you look at what's inside the vending machine that you would like to donate. And so it's not just donating a cash donation. It's like, hey, I'd like to buy seven chickens, and the, the cost will come up, and you'll hit that in the machine. You'll get a little card uh, out the bottom, just like you would your candy bar in the, uh, the old school days. Uh, but it is a, a great way. It's a fun way to participate. It's a fun way to light the world uh, but again, it's a great way, especially to teach your children or your grandchildren uh, what the needs are, what needs people have around the world. So all of us can help in that to light the world in a big way. When we come back, we're going to light the world a little different way with our friends at the other side, Village, the other side Academy. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.